Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we discuss the housewives you love to love, love to hate, and sometimes hate to hate. Your next episode with Bess and Sarah is coming up now. Thank you for joining us for episode 12. I'm your host, Sarah Flory. I'm Bess Ellis. And welcome to episode 12 of Once Upon a Housewife. Hello. Hello. We wanted to start out by just thanking everybody for listening to our little baby podcast uh, that could and being so supportive. Um, All of our friends uh, and family have given us wonderful feedback and comments and uh, we're just really happy to have you along for the ride and listening with us every week thanks especially to our listeners that we have noticed that we have in australia belgium germany australia the uk we see that you have joined us so we want to say thank you very very much um for all your support And tell all your friends. Yeah. And um, thank you especially to our um, first guest last week who we did not properly introduce well enough. Um, We are still learning. Tom Reuter, thank you so much for being our first guest. You were amazing. We got wild feedback on our Tinsley episode. And uh, just thank you so much again. We can't wait to have you back. Yeah. He's definitely going to be on, you know. Whenever we can get him. So, well, cheers to Tom and cheers to us on this beautiful Saturday. Cheers! It's a beautiful day up. in Chicago, and we are here. Um, actually, one last thing: we said the last episode was episode ten. We said the episode before that was episode ten. <laughs> we are. I we're mean, not sure what's up and what's down. So, last episode was eleven, and this is episode twelve. <laughs> I don't know that they care that much. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. But welcome. Thanks for joining us. It's a beautiful fall day in Chicago. Um, We are enjoying some Prosecco today. And we are here to discuss an amazing, amazing housewife. We're going back to Orange County. Buckle the fuck up. We are doing (laughs) Alexis Jesus Jugs Bellino. Yes. I can't not wait i have been chomping at the bit to do this episode i am so excited bess has been wanting to do this one for since the very beginning she is a bit of a quintessential housewife for you right she's a love to love i think my first impression when i first started watching her on the first time she was a little frustrating but she was good for the show yeah re-watching her I see her in a whole different light. She is top-tier housewife. She's an actual housewife. She's the very definition of the word. An OG quintessential housewife. We don't get that as much anymore. She's a bit of a throwback. Half the newbies aren't even married and have never been. Right. This one is, it's very, very good TV. She is so compelling. I abs- I love to love her. I'm telling you, go back and watch. She came on in season five. I am so thrilled to be covering her. I'm obsessed. I love Alexis So we're going to get into, in this, why is she so compelling? Oh, God. We'll, we'll she... answer all the burning questions about Alexis. So... How do you like her? I... You know what? She's never been on my radar screen. I have to tell you. She's never been a person that I... I, I think I found her frustrating because of the fact that she wasn't a modern woman. 
by any stretch of the imagination, but it also, I agree, is a reason why she's fascinating to watch. I don't know any women like this. I have absolutely no relation to this. Um, this this is, is sort of the first time I saw a housewife where she was like, Jesus, husband, kids. And I was like, whoa, And what? somebody is their king. And, and, and I just don't, I I'm don't just have any relation it. to this. I didn't know yeah, people like, Right out in the open. And she's our age. It's not like she's 65, like Ramona or something. She is in her mid forties. Oh my God. Okay. Well, let's get into her early life then. Once upon a time, there was a girl born Alexis Dietrich. No middle name? Are we not finding the middle name? Couldn't on find these? it. Yeah, sorry. Alexis Dietrich was born on January 19th, 1977. She is a Capricorn. Just like Gertie. Yeah, just like Gertie. Uh, she was born in Hannibal, Missouri, and went to college. That's, that's right. We're just skipping right to college? But you know what? So little on her. I couldn't find anything about her. I know her parents are divorced. I couldn't find anything on her dad. Her dad her is siblings, a mystery. Th- there's really nothing on her early life except she grew up in Missouri. So guess what, everyone? She grew up in Missouri and then she went to college. So she went to college at... <laughs> that's as best as we can do today. She went to college at the University of Missouri where she graduated with a degree in marketing. Okay. Um, and she is five foot nine. I thought she was taller. Oh, I think five nine is pretty tall. Yeah, but I really thought she was over six. I'm, I find that surprising. She's just like a very statuesque. She's a handsome woman. She's statuesque. I think she's beautiful, by the way. She is. She's very pretty. Especially pre-nose job. So she has been married two times. First marriage was in 2002 after three years of dating a man named Jeff Barry. She moved to California with him believe that's how she got to the OC. They were a very short-lived marriage, just two years. I believe there was some uh, stories of infidelity infidelity in this marriage. So she later met and married Jim Bellino. Uh, I believe his full name is James Carlos Bellino. That's how I looked up information on him. They have three children that were featured on the show. They were married in 2005. Mm-hmm. Their children are twins, Melania and Miles, or Miles and McKenna. It was... Okay. Melania is Miles. So James Miles. is the older son, and she had... It, when she was on the show, she had two twin daughters. Correct. McKenna, who and is now Miles. Cor- no, I think Miles is... You're Melania. right. You're correct. That makes You're correct. Sense. Yes. Miles is now Melania. So, Miles, so we'll refer to him Miles as Ma- Miles now. Miles and of- McKenna and uh, older son, James. And I believe these children are teens. Yeah. James is 17 now and tall they were, and handsome. They were very small babies on the show. Uh, she they were like two and three. Yeah. They were two and three. So she... Who's Jim Bellino that she's married to? Who is this guy? Okay, so Jim Bellino grew up in Long Beach, California. There's no info on his school or college. He is a quote-unquote self-made entrepreneur, aren't they all? He's had many kinds of business ventures in the past, and also a few run-ins with the law. I believe he was investigated by the FBI for something. Yeah, he was. He was for some fraudulent sports memorabilia that was like baseballs that were supposedly authentically signed by Babe Ruth. (laughs) He was caught, he was set up by the FBI and caught selling them actually to an undercover person. And in, in, 
instead of serving any jail time, such as was it O.J. Simpson? O.J. Simpson. Was well, I think jail for this. Like, Let's just get him in jail. Well, he's so still broke he, into someone's house. He OJ. paid a sum of something like thirty thousand dollar penalty, and he was told he is never allowed to be in the sports memorabilia. Can you just picture again, him so. writing Babe Ruth with like a big yeah blue pen? This like, guy's a fraudster. This. He also had. He's done a ton of house flipping. He owned a Margaritaville restaurant. A Margarita on West Coast Highway and a pawn shop. I believe that's where they got a lot of their artwork from. Yeah. was the pawn shop. That makes sense. I can just, I can see all of this. So she meets this fraudster, uh, religious man, and uh, apparently he swept her off her feet probably with a lot of... Money. Money and... Talk. things yeah money and talk and also a lot of i will take care of you if you are the good christian wife he wanted I a 50 order you wife. to be so oh yeah they also had those trampoline parks for i think he still owns some of those trampoline really? parks i believe okay so getting on the show she was on alexis was on from seasons five through eight she came on the camera she came on through Tamra. There was a fr- Jim and Simon were friends. They were they did business deals together. No, Jim bought a car from Simon so we can get on the show. Right when he I, bought a car at Fletcher Jones from Simon. I did a little um, digging on rereading Diamonds. It's not all Diamonds and Rose, oh, the yes. Dave Quinn book. Yes, and fabulous book. The introduction was apparently Jim. They knew Gina as well they bought a house from gina they bought a house from gina they desperately wanted to get on the show and jim wanted her to be on the show so they bought a car from simon a house from gina and it was shocking that it was jim's idea because alexis according to her was like i have like a newborns and a one-year-old like i can't do this right now yeah especially when somebody like jim and gina makes her do everything. her name to the producers right Right. And apparently she also, um, it was well known that she really wanted to get on the show, that they wanted to get on the show. Actively, Jim wanted to be a part of it. And they joined uh, Gretchen's gym and tried to To befriend her that way as well. So I find all of this very interesting. I find it all true, too. A hundred percent. She was a housewife super fan, ready and and I think they were very motivated, obviously, by money as well. I don't think they were talk about a house of cards. The biggest house of cards. I mean, there's a lot of house of cards, especially in OC. This was a real eye-opener of a house of cards. Yeah. They lost a ton of money during the financial slump. They bought a house for $5 million. It ended up selling for about $3.6 million. They moved every year. They lived in a different house. They did. I noticed that. They show that front of everyone's house you know especially in oc they'll they'll do that they'll pan back and i'm like is she living in a house every year a different house every year and it and it was and they were mostly all rented but probably because they lost so much money on the big house that they bought oh yeah and this was also some of the years that she was on was like the deep financial crisis of 2009 10 11 she was on during it all and jim i remember saying at one point like oh we're so lucky and blessed it was like oh you are faking it it was yeah some of those years in oc that was an active subject matter going on for all of them i really felt for it then too i mean i remember seeing it with like tamra and simon especially tamra and simon we we have to and um the woman got that got served the papers, um, Lynn Curtin. I love. Oh, I mean, I she can't. was getting evicted, or her husband's 
highway construction business wasn't going. I cannot wait for a Lynn Curtin episode, people. Yeah, she was in some of these and really pretty fun to watch. So these two, Jim and Alexis, are very outward about their Christianity. Their marriage and their Christianity. It is Jesus first, then marriage, then kids. Right. And and I know I know OC is a bit of a Jesus-y It's a much place. more conservative the, of a franchise. It's the home of the megachurches. And Jim and Alexis are part of one. I did a little digging. Remember they had, well, they first they showed them going to church. And then she had the pastor and his wife over for a very uncomfortable breakfast. Oh, my God. Okay, so I did some digging. They show them going to this church. It is called the Free Chapel in Irvine. The Free Chapel, right? This church, let me tell you, this pastor, Jensen, Jensen Franklin, I mean, he's your basic evangelical televangelist fraudster type, right? He was one of Trump's evangelical faith advisors. Ugh. Gross off the bat. He is also still like doing like some standing by Trump in like his, um, all of his indictments and things like asking everybody to pray for him. And that he's in the cult. He's in the cult of Trump. Uh, No surprise there. He was also, this is really sick. He and a couple other different types of faith pastors were involved in a multi-million dollar fundraising scam where the money, they were allegedly raising money for Holocaust survivors. And they raised something like four... 3.3 million. No, I think they raised more than that. He gave $1.2 million to the Holocaust survivors, and they came to him and said, where's the rest of the money? The records show there's four point whatever million dollars. He basically said, oh, it's finder's fees. $3.3 $3.3 million dollars for himself. So just, you know, quality people at the Free Chapel. Mm-hmm. The quality Free Not So Free Chapel. And there's more. You know, there's more. This person is, and and this this is who Jim and Alexis have into their home for brunch. And that we see them going and meeting with the pastor in church. And so, you know. Their entire, Alexis's entire storyline was her marriage and her faith. I mean, that's really what she came mm-hmm. on to promote. Like her conservative ways and how solid their marriage is. They they did end up getting divorced Stop in 2018. Exactly. Yeah. And they were in marriage counseling the entire time she was filming. She kept that part very private. You could sort of see cracks on it, especially in a rewatch of it. They did not it. have a good marriage no. at all. And this is the time also, the first season of Alexis was the season that Tamara and Simon were falling apart and they got divorced by the end of the season or she had asked for one at the season finale. And she was so triggered by Alexis because... It reminded she, her of her 100%. relationship with, Sam, with Simon. Yep. It was very controlling. We don't travel without each other. We, we have the rules about this and about that. What my husband says goes. Mm-hmm. It was very like, well, if he says no, it's no. And you see Alexis really, we'll get into it in our moments, but like pushing back on a lot of it finally too. In the end, she was. In the beginning, well, I guess that's what he said. Yep. So that's the way I'll do it. And I think he roped her in with... Um, 
just the money of it all. I will take care of you, but this is how you. I demand that you take care of you'll me. You'll get all the manis and petties and purses, but you'll pay such a price for it. Oh, Never God. marry for money, people. The, I cannot. It, it will cost you everything. I think that's one of the things about these OC marriages. You really, really see it through this franchise that the marriages are, it is enough to be given a bag and that equals love. I will take care of you. I will provide for your life. I will treat you like garbage. I have Chanel and... I'll give you this, and that's how I'm going to show my love. And these women accept it. They all end up getting a divorce and then learning from it, but they really... They really value they think so they're worth many the material. material things in Orange County, especially these early seasons. It's just such a plastic type of a place. Well, it's all a plastic surgery type of a place, too. Yeah. Ugh. So she got divorced from Jim in 2018. Jim shows up on Alexis' Instagram every now and then. I think they have a good co-parenting relationship I think now. they've gotten there. I, think, I mean, it's been five years. I, I think there's ups and downs, according to Alexis, but... I, 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 she, they're friendly enough, and I think after, and we'll get into the transgender of it all with Miles. But you see him on Jim on there. I, I think it probably took some work, but they're accepting. Question: but, yes. She got a payout. Yes, in the divorce, right? Yeah. So Jim agreed to pay two thousand per child each month, plus ten thousand a month in alimony, which is sixteen thousand a month in payments. I mean, that's not even enough to afford rent. And there. Jim also kept two of their homes, and Alexis kept one. I didn't know they had three homes. Neither did I. I'm huh. sure they were, like, renting some of them out. Yeah. They had, well, I'm guessing some of those were going to be flips. Okay. And they ended up, I mean, they were in They were in their names. She so. did get to keep the handbags and purses, and then she also got a lump sum payout of $250,000. So, I mean, they had some money. I'm guessing that was from the sale of a house. Yes. Um. So, I mean, they had property, so they... Interesting. I'm I'm actually surprised that any of the property included her name on it. But it must have. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um a question. Yes. Did, does she work? No, I think she airplane above sorry. I think it's a lot of like, here's this product. She she's an Instagram promoter. Yeah. Okay. Well let's get into her socials then. Okay. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do it. You wanna do socials or taglines? Socials first, and then we'll do taglines and moments. So she's got three hundred and fifty-six thousand followers on Instagram. Too shabby, but it's not. It's it's pretty low for housewives. It's more than we have. Yeah, Jim Bellino is not on Instagram, which I think is probably for the best. Yeah, she posts a lot of her kids, her travels. She loves an inspirational quote. Oh, she absolutely does. They they all do there. Lots of sunset. A lot of like. Life is hard with choices and God on your side. It's a lot of like depression today, happiness tomorrow. So compare that to Peggy Tanos, who is 145,000. Tamara Judge, 1.7 million. Damn. That's pretty high. And Gretchen Rossi, 1 million. Hmm? Gretchen Christine Butte. Ugh. And the handbags. I, I am dreading her episode. To have to go and watch Gretchen scenes... That laugh, I'll die. They're pretty triggering. Uh, her cameo is fifty bucks. That's that's a lower, but I think that's a fair price. Do you think she gets a lot of cameo requests? Yeah, I think they're few and far between. I don't know if anyone's getting a ton of cameo anymore. Uh, is, is it over? 
Who knows? I think people do it like Andy Cohen will do it for like to raise money for something. I think, I think and like Sonia probably gets a lot of cameo work still. And New though. York ladies, I bet Dorinda does too. Oh yeah. Celebrity net worth is one point five million. I think that's probably a fair assessment. Yeah, she's got some prop you know, her house and, and um I mean provided she's got something. She's got something. And then we've got some of the dumbest taglines. In all of the tagline history. I mean, these are. It is all about God. Right. They are not funny. Go, go, go forth. Season five. Am I hay maintenance? Of course I am. Look at me. No, that's where she goes. Am I hay maintenance? Of course I am. Look at me. <laughs> Season six. You want? Do you do these? God is my savior. My husband is my king. And my body, it's sinful. Ugh. She reads them kind of well. She... She trained in this. <laughs> yeah, she trained. Oh, you mean season seven? I thank God every day for my life, and you would too. Ooh, no, I would not. No, not at all. Season eight, I don't need to prove anything. I know who I am, and God does too. That's like very similar to season I, seven, maybe? I, I'm not a big God in my tagline. I want to <sighs> keep God, like, like church and state, I want to keep God and tagline separate. I agree with that. But she does not. She wants to include that's season number one. So I guess out of default, I guess my favorite season five. My high maintenance. Of course I am. Look at me. I'm going to agree with you. Because that's my only choice. Yeah. She talks a lot about her maintenance. Oh, she like, loves. And she admits it, too. Can I? Uh, okay. Can I read a quote? Yes. She talks about how much she needs maintenance. So she says, oh, she has some of the best quotes just she, throughout the show. Just she is such lines. a delight to watch. I was giddy. This was this was like pre-peak New York. This is... We get Brooks coming in. Yeah, this was really good watching. Um, I mean, and she's got no depth whatsoever. She Which is dim. I and love in a house... It's perfect. There's nothing better than a housewife that thinks they're smart and is dumb. When they have no self-awareness, they... they I got it. I'm, once they say they're smart... Buckle up. It's going to be really yeah. fun to watch. We don't need a bunch of Bethany's out there. No. Okay, so this is the quote. If You have to find a perfect balance between taking care of yourself and being self-absorbed. I really struggle with it because my hair needs maintenance, my face needs maintenance, and my tanning. And the rest is all about the kids and working <laughs> out. <laughs> and then one of her other quotes is and this is just going to be like a summarization of a quote is that she says infidelity is one of the highest reasons for divorce and she always wants to look her best for jim and also the best because there are beautiful women around every corner and he might leave her if she doesn't keep it up how little you think of your husband that if you don't look good for a day or you have some sweats on that he's just going to go cheat on you and it's your yeah. fault Ooh, it's a lot that of self really tough to like think about that my favorite quote from Alexis is, I only brought my Amex. Amex card. <laughs> my Amex. She does pronounce things interesting. And I don't know if it's the Missouri. She, I think she tried to blame that on Missouri, but I, I think people she in Missouri. She says because, instead of because. That's, that one I'll give her, but I don't think people in Missouri are calling Amex. it Amex. Andy I've Cohen, heard like one person say that, and they were from Michigan. That's um, just stupidity. Yeah. Okay, so moments. Are we there? Let's do... Oh, guys, I have so many moments to whittle this down. 
This was, yeah, this was, there's a lot available here. What a time Alexis. to be alive in the world of Alexis there's Polino. There's an assload of content here, folks. Oh, so if you're looking for a funny uh, laugh. If you get COVID <laughs> and you just need five days, seasons five through eight of OC. You know what? I could not agree more. This was, this was really fun. And um, yeah, COVID's coming back around again. So if you got to lay so, in bed, watch this. Yeah. I kind of hope I get it so I can watch some more. Okay, I'm going to go with my first favorite moment. Season five, episode four, it's all about choices. Jim and Alexis are out to dinner. Half of Alexis's storyline, it's always her and Jim on a date night. Jim is smoking a cigar at the table like a douchebag. Well, Jim wanted to be in in all the scenes. Oh, yeah, but not with filming with anybody else. No. At least after the first season on, he he got wise to not... Well, they didn't want to film with him, I think, too. He asks Alexis about her day and belittles her about the life she leads, her hair, her nails. This is where she gives that quote about maintenance Uh I just did. The shrimp cocktail sampler comes. Jim asks her to taste the cocktail sauce to tell him what it needs. She doesn't need to taste it. She knows it's horseradish. She asks the waiter for more horseradish. She likes to mix it for him. She likes to make him a plate. That's so cringy to me. And in her confessional, she talks about how she's a picky eater. If she eats a donut, she's kicking her own ass for two to three days afterwards. She's got major food and body issues. She did come out in the later season and say she did. After her parents divorced, she had You can read between the lines in these scenes. Oh, heartbreaking. And then Jim gives her a seven-carat diamond necklace to represent their three kids. This is the ugliest necklace I have ever it is so seen. hideous. It looks like a Celtic crown almost. Oh, yeah. It's, they like to wear those, like, cross things. And all he kept saying was, seven carats, seven carats. He loved to talk about how much things cost. Exactly. And and how much... Okay. So, and how much I said earlier that the women of OC, and particularly Alexis, they receive love and they think love is these things. The guys... Think that that their is love, love language is material. the guys think that too they get off on what they can give i bet that i can do whatever oh yeah or it was returned yeah this was for a scene oh yeah what do you got for a for a moment okay so this is also season five and there's kind of two moments in this scene it's called uh the season five episode five facelifts in florida I don't, I just, they're getting ready to, um, well, I'll do the first moment first. Alexis takes these twins at that point. These two-year-old twins? Two-year-old twins. At that point, Millennia, Mel- Melania and McKenna, formerly, uh, takes them to Happy Nails for their very first manicure and pedicure. And, like, just knowing what you know now, I'm just like, I am all for, I I have taken my daughter for one. She got one once, hated it. These children are in diapers. These children are in diapers. They cannot speak. If you're a minute before six years old, there is no reason. They're still goo gaga. So she says, all moms are excited to take their girls to Manny's and Petty's. Because she, and she said she stresses that she wants these girls to know that taking care of themselves and their image is very important. She's constantly putting makeup on them, too. Oh, so shallow. One of these twins is screaming their heads off. Uh, they do not want these manis and petties at all. This Everyone is annoyed is in this salon. <laughs> I have never seen kids this young, yeah, getting manis and petties in a salon. Um, this was for the camera. 
It was funny, though. It was an epic fail. They're trying to wiggle out of her hands. So that's a small moment from this episode. The second moment in this same episode is that she's out for, I think it was like a lunch with Gretchen. Mm-hmm. And, and they go- Gretchen were tight for a while. Yeah. So they're at this very OC place that they all seem Wild to film fish. at a lot. <laughs> no, it's called Charlie Palmer Restaurant. <laughs> and they go there a lot in like early OC. So there's going to be an upcoming ladies weekend that Vicky has planned that they all go to Fort Lauderdale. I think Vicky was like doing a work trip there and she's like, come on. Now. I think she was probably doing Brooks there. That's could be, could, could be. So they go to Fort Lauderdale and, um, well, Alexis wants to know about more about this trip because she's never been on a girl's trip and she's basically quizzing Gretchen. She's what do you even, even on do a on a girl's trip? trip? She says, as far as she's concerned, she has the best marriage in the world and has no idea why she would ever want to go away from her husband for any length of time. Hilarious. Gretchen is just staring at her like she has two heads. When Gretchen's on the right side of history, you know something's wrong. So she says she and Jim have only been apart for one day in the five years of marriage. She's from the Midwest. She's very traditional. She was in the hospital birthing kids and he didn't want to stay because it's gross. She's very traditional and she proceeds to go on and on telling Gretchen all about her and Jim's relationship, about men's and women's roles, how they perceive them that they should be and how the man and the wife should act in the marriage. It's super, super creepy. And she says Jim is godly. And I know, you know Jim is fed her all this bullshit. She believes it. She talks about her Christianity and that she and Jim would never put themselves in any situations that could cause temptation. And she says, I'm not going to go. That's it. I'm not going to go on this girl's trip unless Jim can go too. And guess what? He comes. Jim gets to go. And along with all the other husbands except for Don because Vicky didn't invite him. Mm -hmm. And... What's weird is that we t- touched on it briefly in the same episode, how Tamara and Simon are talking about how they have, like, an Simon unwritten is rule in their gym. house that, um, you know, they don't go on, we don't go on trips together either because you just never know what's going to happen when you travel without <laughs> your spouse. What little this faith you have in your partner. Yeah, it's because they got married for all the wrong reasons there's These no people trust. are together there's there's no relationship here this is just like arm candy and like stuff that's what these relationships are in control but anyway i feel so bad i mean these two little moments are definitely worth a watch but i really feel bad for vicky that their trip her girl's trip to fort lauderdale was truly ambushed by these fucking people and, and it was she all because was, of jim i get it too she was pissed she was pissed Although i will say alexis is no wallflower either she will fight she will defend herself when vicky was mean to her she was really not happy with alexis she's that dim, first season but she's scrappy she sticks up for herself she's scrappy all right i've got a moment from season six episode two okay. this is gonna be a long one shameless in seattle this is our introduction to Peggy Tanos, oh, who God. was a friend of Alexis. And this I find her very interesting. Peggy Tanos? Yeah, I kind of wish she would have stayed Actually, on Actually, during the rewatch, I was like, oh, yeah. Oof. That was, it was compelling. There were some really interesting things about her. I've got, I, I picked out some favorite moments already for okay, her. Okay, perfect. Okay, so Alexis introduces us to Peggy Tanos. The kids are all getting together. They're going to take them to the park. And it just becomes I love this a ping one. pong pissing contest of competition <laughs> with all of these kids. Peggy Tanos's kids, London and Mal- uh, Capri. People, do not name your kids after cities. Oh, it's a housewife's classic. Please. 
Brooklyn Phoenix and I guess it's Cruz after Santa Cruz, we'll call it. No, Cruz is just dumb. Dumb. Okay. So Peggy wants to sit in the sand with her kids because, you know, she's a really hands-on mother. Alexis is looking for a bench. Alexis got her kids to master big girl beds. She got rid of the bottle, no problem. Peggy potty trained her kid London with no problem. Alexis potty trained James in like two Two weeks. weeks. Peggy's kid made herself a vegetarian. Alexis's kid made herself a steak girl. You can also (laughs) give her girls caviar and they would just eat it. It's no problem. Peggy's kids eat hummus. London speaks very clearly. Then they show Alexis not understanding a word that the kids are saying. She thinks it's cool that her kids eat hummus. I mean, it's... It, it, Don't it, a lot of kids eat hummus? It's not a bragging point. Yeah. They do until they stop because then they realize they hate it. Alexis is confessional. My children are very advanced for their age. Melania is writing the little scribbles better than anyone in her class. McKenna sits and listens in class better than any other student. So I have overachievers. She can make a fucking great stick figure. She, she draws can, a great she stick figure. She just scribbles better than anyone else. Oh, my God. Peggy has London modeling since she was three months old. So now she wants to do the same thing with Capri now that she's over a year old. Alexis's kid James was going to model. They loved him. But Alexis didn't want to do those drives. It's too much time and energy. Peggy says maybe it's because they didn't want to sign James in her confessional. London counts up to 30. Alexis's kids can count up to six in Spanish. <laughs> It just goes on and on. Later that same episode, yeah, it's just, it's just a pissing contest between the two of them. And my favorite was moms, the scribble. It moms, you found when I had kids at this younger of an age, I was like, my kid still shits in his pants and lives at home (laughs) like a loser. (laughs) He has no job. (laughs) So you were not out there doing this. This is this kind of mothering. I can't stand the one-upping. I was like, kids go play at a park. And Don't bother leave me. Mommy I'm, alone. I'm playing Candy Crush on my phone. Yeah, exactly. I'm playing Angry Birds. I have to talk to other moms. Yeah, leave and not alone. about our kids. I don't want to. No, you don't. And that's... Bless. That's a great moment. I think the tension between her and... Um, Peggy started in one way, and then the tension grew for a very different reason to another way. When when it came out in a Watch What Happens Live episode that Peggy used to date Jim. That bitch! I know. She was friends with her and never told her because Jim... And Jim said, don't? Fuck both of them. And she never got mad at Jim for it. Of course not. That's a She kink. didn't get mad at Jim for it. She got mad at Peggy because she said a girlfriend should tell your fucking husband doesn't know you that. Why couldn't it just been like, oh my God, I totally went on a few dates with him back then. and Nothing happened. You guys are great. It could have been such a sweep under the rug thing. Yeah. It's like, who cares? To me, that's like a nothing thing. It was a big nothing burger, yeah. but it turned into, oh gosh. Pissing contest. Another part of it. Okay, so my next one that I have is season six, episode eight, Kiss and Tell. So this is where we first meet Alexis Couture. So in the beginning of this episode, Vicky has Alexis over for a glass of wine and just to like get her to know her better one on one because she's been very um, rude. Vicky was really mean to Alexis in the the San Francisco trip, in the Fort Lauderdale trip, and. 
so Alexis reveals, um, you know, in this glass of wine with Vicky, she said, oh, well, I'm getting, because I think Vicky says something to the effect of, do you work, do you work, do you work, do you work? Like, you don't work. And she's like, actually, I'm getting ready to do a dress line. And she's, you know, this makes Vicky wild, of course. Vicky is like, did you go to school school for that? Um, Who's doing it? And she's like, actually, my seamstress that I do, that I have, like, loves to design on the side and it comes out that the seamstress is actually like a hairdresser that likes to do seamstress on the side anyway it's it's i don't think she went to parsons no this woman so later in the episode we see alexis in her confessional talking more about her dress line and how this came about and she says people are constantly complimenting her on her fashions so why not launch a successful dress line (laughs) that's what she says so she meets up with her seamstress tal Mm -hmm. tal tal t-a-l this was not a great working relationship no um she's doing some kind of final fitting of dresses that tal has mm, cut and pasted together and i believe this fitting is to confirm the dresses that alexis will use for photography for the tags she keeps saying it's the tag she was so concerned about the tags the tags not super clear, but um, something like that. And in her confessional, she says, this line of dresses is couture. And she says, and couture is a term put on a dress if it's... I think a producer was even asking her, like, and yeah. what's couture? Oh, definitely totally asked her, did what's a gotcha couture? moment. And she, it's a gotcha for sure. She says, couture is a term put on a dress if it's... And then just nothing blank and then she goes um i guess if it's super rich <laughs> she was I not died. expecting that if it's a super rich dress it's couture so there you have it folks um she then proceeded in the same episode to try on a dress a gold sort of lame sequin number with sheer sleeves on the dress that tal had designed i'm using air quotes there and she decides that something's just not right about this dress. And she takes the scissors and cuts those sheer sleeves right off. Now everyone can wear it. I don't know how she says it looks better. I'm not sure how it looks better. But in there, Alexis Couture was born. And it went from worse to worse. That was an ugly dress from start was, to finish. It was so And hideous. these were dresses that you were supposed to like walk the dog in and just be like a regular OC kind of mom. In. That was like, it looked heavy. With like the sequin the, or something, the skirt that you could see crotch in these dresses. Oh, yuck! But the, it, it's a really funny, funny moment, especially having her describe couture. I love it. It's great. I love it. That is pure Alexis gold. Mm-hmm. And oh. the dress was also gold. And it was gold. Correct. All right, I've got a moment where. All right, I'm going to do. I've got. I have a couple more moments, people. You got to bear with me on this one. Yeah, she's a she's a heavy moment girl. This one is from season eight, Ooh. episode four. <laughs> Sorry, did you was, spill? No, oh, I was just God. that was my prosecco bubbling. Hmm, I'll take a little refill too. I'll refill you because I'm having the best time ever. Okay, this one was with Tamra doing her cut fitness. Oh, her opening. Pre-construction party. Okay, OC's <laughs> favorite party. It's like a 1920s party in other franchises. They love a pre-construction party. Oh, yeah. They Didn't Heather do, do that for her house? Did it for her like house. Heather Duplo did it. 
Lizzie Razovic did it. Like, we're about to remodel the kitchen. Let's have a party here. I mean, they love a pre-construction party. So Tam was doing it. She hates Alexis at this point. She had a terrible season seven. They bullied her all throughout Costa Rica. She just has been... Ta- she's been... Alexis was eating shit from these women. They Vic- really, like, triggered her, like... Because I don't know, I, I don't know whether looking at her was like a reminder of what some of them have been a through reflection. In, in their relationships. These bitches are but. so mean to her, and we'll get into Costa Rica. But Vicky was actually had softened on Alexis by the time season seven rolled around. Mm-hmm. I think she felt bad for her, and I think she saw in her heart she was a good person. Here's the thing about Alexis: she's not manipulative. Mm-mm. She doesn't play games. She might have like some fucked up. I don't want to say morals, but like uh, she's nice. She's a nice girl. She comes from She's a, a good nice place. Midwestern girl at heart. She truly is. Wouldn't hurt a fly. She really wouldn't. Okay, so she's at this cut fitness party. I hate cut fitness. Vicky convinces Alexis to go in with her to the party, which basically means productions like you have to get Alexis to come. Jim, I guess, had maybe threatened to sue Tamra about, I don't know, some sort of shenanigans. Jim sued everybody. Jim's very litigious. Mm-hmm. Very litigious. And he resued Tamra and Shannon a few years later yeah. on Watch What Happens Live. That went on for a while. Yeah. That went on for a while. Cost everyone a shit ton of money, too. I believe he had to pay Shannon Bedore's legal fees. And then yep. it was like $137,000. And then when he still hadn't paid it, like something like a year or two later, he was like resued by her Oof. for the fees that he never paid. And he finally paid them. Yeah. All because someone talks shit about you on a show. You have no backbone. Yeah. Okay. This is also Lydia's first Mm -hmm. group event. Talk about someone I really hate. Ooh. That'll be a fun one. Lydia. Okay. So Gretchen, Heather, and Tamara are all piling on Alexis. Gretchen at this point is completely turned on Alexis because she wanted to be friends with Tamara because Gretchen cares more about fame. Mm -hmm. Even though her and Alexis had a real friendship for a while. They were friends off season. They did. She called her Lex. Lex. Um, Gretchen, or Tamrock, sorry, loses her shit on Alexis and tells her to get the fuck out of her event. Alexis walks out crying. Lydia follows her out. Vicky finally comes and follows her out, too. And Alexis is in the limo going, why didn't you come out sooner? I came out. They sat to there. Alexis is talking to her. Alexis shouts, I had to go on Xanax for it, Lydia. These girls were all so mean to me in Costa Rica. And she keeps getting torn down. Lydia's telling her she's not being bullied. I think she was bullied. I know the word bullied gets used left and right. It's like a housewife, like... I agree. Like They she was really a, do. But I the way, agree. If you watch their season seven Costa Rica trip, I get it. Alexis can be a little insufferable. She's long-winded. She's an easy target. She she's loves to talk dumb. about material issues, which she got from Jim. She's a house of cards. She's really easy, easy target. It doesn't... It's, it's easy to target and make fun of someone and like laugh but just talk but to, about them behind their back yeah they were they were very mean and heather started the mean train on her heather was very mean to oh, alexis talk about two people that could not have less in common but Until have found common ground Heather was on a Watch What Happens Live episode i want to say maybe a year ago and she talked about how she's really close with alexis now I, you know what I love it. I Everyone love it for them. Everyone can turn a corner. Heather probably needs a little bit of that in her life. 
A little bit of Lexus. Yeah. Shit's Creek reference. That's my moment. She had to go on Xanax. Of course, Heather also talks about when people go on psychosis drugs and they show lots of clips of Heather always like, are you having a break? Are you having a mental break? She does it with Shannon, with Kelly. She originally did it with Alexis, which I saw and I clocked. Yeah, I find that very distasteful. I really do, too. And for someone especially that seems to think they carry themselves with such class and grace and taste... Heather can be very distasteful to bring things, uh, mental health things, up on camera. Like I think that. she's learned from it, but who so knows? my final moment is a really great one. It's season seven, episode fourteen. The episode is called "Happily Never After," and by this time, Alexis's twins are four years old. They're turning four, and she's planning these. Uh, this big fourth birthday bash. Four is when you start to keep your core memories, right? I mean, yeah. I don't. Is that what she says? Yes. <laughs> okay, so I would I would think you have a bigger um, a bigger bash for your fifth birthday because it just seems a little more rat number that you would do that for. You're like yeah. half a decade old, but she does it for four. Uh, I guess for core memories. So. The theme of this party is a puppy princess party. She says, but she likes to call it a princess puppy party. Okay. This is. And the reason why is that the the girls love princesses and they love puppies. So there's the theme. Simple as that. The party is at their house and she has this several designers and assistants helping her coordinate this party. She says it's 25 children and at least one parent per child. So there's going to be an ass load of people in the Bellino house. And she, we see her getting a spray tan to prepare for the party because, you know, who doesn't need a full spray tan for a um, four-year-old's birthday party? I mean, and her body is sick. It's sick. And I hate she, saying that because I know she struggled, but... She's stunning. Oh, she's stunning. Uh, this party has the biggest kid's birthday cake I've ever seen. This is like a four-tiered wedding cake. Was this bigger than Taylor's fourth birthday party for kennedy no and it wasn't as nice either but the cake was bigger i think the cake was bigger that's that's what you're saying (laughs) but the party wasn't bigger and the party definitely was a little more low budget than that but so the twins are getting ready for their party they're putting on their princess outfits and alexis has someone there doing the kids hair and makeup because she says the kids have to be made up today they have to have makeup she was like, more makeup, more, more makeup. makeup. I want, th- I don't want them just to have makeup on. I want them to look like they're wearing makeup. She which... wanted drag makeup. Oof. So she sends them back to the makeup lady to like add more lipstick, add more blush. Ooh. Ugh, I hate makeup on little kids. It's, it's really very creepy, me. and they look like they have makeup on. So she succeeded. And she has some borrowed puppies at this party because they don't have a dog because I don't think she'd be able to handle yet another thing to, like, deal with because, you know, Jim wouldn't help. So they, like, rent these dogs or have some shelter, bring in dogs that people can adopt, but they're just running around. And she's serving, everyone's in, like, big pink princess dresses. She's serving pink lemonade out of champagne glasses. We have two hired princesses that show up at the door in pink dresses that she says she hired them from online. She just Googled how to rent a princess, Uh and they showed up. So the twins do an entrance to their birthday party. uh, She has James, the son, doing, like, like some kind of 
court mm-hmm. just whatever yeah. and they do an entrance and then she gives a speech about their birth story the day these twins were born and this story has everything first of all the doctor that was the attending doctor at the birth dr brooks is he's at the party not dr nicole no the plastic no, dr. surgeon dr nicole spent plenty of time on screen and i actually like love dr nicole <laughs> like if i ever had like a little refresh like i'd Call fly dr. out nicole. to OC and go to dr nicole cosmetic care i love it so apparently alexis almost passed away during this birth is what she said like this is this is really just a celebration of the day that i gave birth to these people i almost passed away she just super long-winded at all of this i had a pulmonary embolism they didn't know what happened to me i was unconscious i was on demerol and morphine they couldn't figure it out but thankfully dr brooke did figure it out and that's why we are here celebrating today But it's more long-winded than I am explaining. And this is a speech to four-year-olds. This is a four-year-old's birthday party. The parents are just sitting there, like, sipping their weird pink lemonade. And they're like, oh, 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 okay. So she almost passed away. Pulmonary embolism and the twins are here. Parents were like, this bitch's party. (laughs) This is crazy. It's insane. It's perfect, actually. And then the grand finale is the horse-drawn Cinderella carriage a freaking horse-drawn carriage comes to the front of the house. All the kids get in it and with her and Jim and they ride into the sunset. Just her and the kids. So like these other kids, these poor four-year-olds can't go in a horse no, and carriage. They just seem, it's like, uh, bye. Miles and McKenna ride along into the sunset and says this Princess Day will be a core memory that she has with them forever. And I believe that. They won't because I gave a good four-year-old birthday party for my son. He's no clue. He's, they will not I don't remember, remember anything from when party. I was four. I don't no. remember anything until I'm like 15. I don't remember what I had for dinner last night. I mean, I, somebody was asking about high school. I'm like, I really don't remember that much about high school. Can I do one more little mini moment? Because it's just yeah. such a funny one. Yeah. This I is, have a mini moment, too. So you I, go with yours. I have so many moments. It was so hard. Okay. This was from season eight, episode 14, The Cold War. So the women are in Whistler on Lydia's trip in a sprinter van. And Heather says she needs to pretty much leave right away because she has to go back home to film Malibu Country. The infamous Malibu Country. Who doesn't love Reba McIntyre, though? I've got to ask. Uh, I I used to watch Reba. Did you? Oh, God, yeah. Do you know I used to watch that show in my 20s when I was getting ready to go out? Really? You'd get ready to watch every night at like 6 p.m. I was a big Judging Amy fan. Oh, there you go. Okay. So. This is, Gretchen says that she was offered the role first. Heather is doing mental gymnastics as to how it was a different role and not the same thing. This oh, is yeah. like... Yeah. The, My the, role was a role for an actress. The trigger yours was just a guest. of Heather and Malibu Country. It's infamy in OC there. This was really like the perfect time in OC. This was perfect. Oh, Alexis so then jumps in on the spinner van and asks, so is that Reba McIntyre's show? Heather says yes. Alexis is like... They called me for it, too, but I wasn't available on that day. <laughs> Heather is losing her mind over this. And she was like, possibly, like, the third pick. Possibly the third pick. It was a totally... That, that role didn't even exist. She, like, lost it. And Heather, it was just the straw that broke the camel's back. It was like, ask everyone first. Mm-hmm. Then the actress, Heather... And I like I can't with you. I love it. I absolutely love that moment. Malibu Country was like a real good like um, 
It was a real good for, theme for these for ladies. Season eight of OC. And I bet the people at Malibu Country did it on purpose. They're like, oh, let's just throw this at everybody and see how that plays out. No, let's do Hot in Cleveland, which Heather was also on. Oh, yeah. You know, I watched her back in the day on that Jenny McCarthy. You watched it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was funny. I bet. She I think friend. she's a good actress. I, okay. I wouldn't go with good. She, but I like Heather. She's like okay. a sitcom d- deal. Heather's a monster, and I like her. Oh, yeah. Agree. Okay, so my last thing, and we're we're going into like multi multi moments here, but this is just literally a like basically a quote. Okay, it's not really a moment; it's a quote in season six, episode nine. Uh, the episode's called "Girl <laughs> Girl Fight," and um, I believe I think that's what every episode of every Housewife episode girl ever fight. should be called. It's just girl, girl fight. fight. <laughs> so I. I mean, obviously, like Hillary Clinton is running for president at this point in time. I believe, like, no, for the this first is time, 2016. She- no, this no, is no, before. No, no, this is before when she didn't get the nomination. Obama did. Oh, got it. This okay. is like 2012. Got or, it. Or, or sorry, 2008. Or I don't, I, don't, I don't know when this is. Whatever. She had already tried to get the nomination. Anyway, the quote is this, and I think this comes directly from Jim. She just believes everything that guy says. The problem with liberal America today is that this is the decade of being so liberal and the decade of women being able to run for president and women being able to do everything a man can do. So anyway, that's the problem with liberal America. That's it. How dare we? But excuse me, I'm a woman and I'm made for my husband's rib. I want to be the wife and I want to be his baby, what he cherishes. What? I I don't know, but I like it. I remember when watching that. I have no relation to this. And I do want to watch people that I have no relation to. And I know when we say, like, sometimes our roses and our thorns, our thorns are, like, things we don't like about them. But we we do like watching those things. I like to watch people that I don't like. Yeah, I do, too. Oh, and just because sure. I love people them that on I the show, with, it doesn't, I, have I don't no want to be any to. of these women. No. I could never. Oh, no. The only one maybe would be Candy. For me. Candy ain't got time for you. No, she has no time, <laughs> so it would never work out. Um, okay, so those are... Th- there's more, but that's the moments. I, uh, and the quotes and all of that stuff. There's so much more. Okay, let's do burning questions. Any more... Oh, we need to talk about any more. We need to talk about. Oh, can I say? Can I? Can I read the beautiful thing that she wrote? This, if you guys hated Alexis in two thousand, last year, right in twenty twenty two, it was October, I think, of twenty twenty two. When she came out out of nowhere with the Instagram quote about Miles, this softened I me. I love it. I think this is like a. She has made a complete shift in her life Mm -hmm. everything has changed for her since she was married to jim i think we did not mention also that she was engaged since 2020 for three years to a man named andrew and they were um, on an episode of below deck together okay and they recently as early as i think last week announced their that they broke up and And she also recently lost her mother she lost her mother so she's going through a lot right now she has dated she has broken up she has been raising these children as a single mother and i just think if she were to come back on the show i would first of all welcome it i with would open welcome arms. it she's not 
any relation to the person that she was on the show. That's that's would be my personal opinion. But this was her Instagram post last year. Hey world, this is Miles, my transgender son. He's now a month shy of 15 years old, so he's seen the questions and comments made about him on my IG. Miles now has a voice and has asked me to do this post. Um, oh, crap. Due to this transition and Miles... Oh, no. Did you that's, it? it's not the actual post. Do you want me to find it? Yeah. I cannot imagine the strength and courage it took for my baby to do this, but I'm extremely proud of him, and I want everyone to understand that love doesn't change in these situations. It's unconditional love. Where is the whole thing? I'm so proud of Miles for wanting to stop the hate and for being brave enough to step forward at such a young age. He now has his entire life to live the way that he should. I'm 100% fully supportive of my son, and I hope you will be too. Thank you for supporting me and my family through all of our many transitions through the years. This world needs more love and kindness. There's something in here, though, that is missing that I know that she said. Here, I can, I have it. Please read it, because she, I like, the part I like the most is that she said that she had been misgendering him. Miles came out as a transgender boy to me over 16 months ago. He hid it from everyone else for a while, but eventually he got to where we are right now, to his freedom. My son has now flourished. My son smiles naturally for the first time in years. My son now loves to loves the clothes he wears. My son can breathe knowing he can be true to his, his true self. My son lights up every single time a stranger calls him he. My son runs with the boys. My son can actually feel. My son can live life now with his true self. The same child with his kind heart that gave his only water bottle to his thirsty friends in kindergarten. The same child who gave every spare dollar of him to the homeless person on the street. I'm so proud of Miles for wanting to stop the hate and for being brave enough to step forward at such a young age. He now has his entire life to live in the, the way he should. FYI, all hate on my social media will be immediately deleted and that user instantly blocked. Let's bring peace and happiness and unity from this. We are all human and we are all equal. I am 100% fully supportive of my son. I hope you will be too. I love you all. Thank you for supporting me and my family through our many transitions through the years. This world needs more love and kindness. Beautiful. Hashtag WWJD. Hashtag love. Hashtag kindness. I mean, I think it's, I mean, I think it's beautiful. I think the biggest call out, well, there's a couple things, is that I like that she admitted that she has misgendered her son in the past and that she I think it's got to be funky for any parent it's to be hard. 14, 13 years but old to it. have She's that. She's like, I'm not perfect. This was hard for me. And I've now come around to this area. The only sad part about it is that I hope that, you know, we always say that it takes until you're in a situation. You know, the classic, like, Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> like they won't actually understand a situation unless they're actually in it. Okay, but she's themselves. in it and she's doing everything that she should be and she's yeah. loving her son. I think even Jim is fine with it. I think it might have been a funky time and maybe had some yeah. issues, but he's in Instagram with them now. I, I yeah. you know what? I, I love it. I, I, I'm proud of her for that and I, I just hope everybody is always supportive. 
I absolutely, I was my mouth to the floor when I read that, and mm. I was like... Three women from OC have transgender children. Yeah. That were on together, so... Um, okay, so... I love it. Burning questions. All right, let's go. Does production like her? Yeah, I think she's nice. I think she was fine. She probably like brings them like fresh baked cookies or something. No, she doesn't eat cookies. No, but she but might bake them. Okay. For them. Do you think Andy likes her? Yes. I think Andy liked her after the Miles thing. I don't think he was. I think he was troubled by her, but thought she was good for the show. I think she's silly. And she was I, She was great for the show. Yeah, I don't think Andy hated her. No. Was she bullied? In Costa Rica? In Costa Rica. Yes. Or just like in general. We already touched on this a little bit. I say, you know what? But it was do one you the- think in general she was bullied? And was she majorly bullied in Costa Rica? <sighs> that trip was harsh. I think that was harsh. I just think they all piled on her and piled on her. I don't think they were doing like mean bullying things, but yeah, I think she was, I think she was bullied in Costa Rica. They, these girls treated her like shit for a few seasons. I hard agree with that. Is she fashionable? No. No. Not at all. She is into labels, OC but not is not no. a fashion capital. It's actually like, it's probably worse than New Jersey. Worse than Potomac? Oh, God. The people there dress terribly. No, Potomac's way better. I don't think Potomac's that good either. I know, but it's better than OC. Okay. What else we got? Is she fun to drink with? I bet, yes. You, there's a few episodes. There was an episode she was in San Antonio with the weirdest combination of people. Alexis Gretchen, Peggy Tanos, and Fernanda. Tampa's <laughs> lesbian lover. And she no knocked back a bunch and she just spilled it on Jim. I bet she is fun. She likes she's a dance party. Drunker. Oh yeah, I I agree with that. What is her cocktail of choice? Vodka. Vodka with a twist. Vodka with a twist. It's low carb and low cal. Exactly. What do you think of her home? Homes? Home? Oh, she got bad taste. That art on the wall. It's all gym. It's all big. The sun's it's all it's bad. Dark. Awful. It's not Tuscan Kitchen, but oh, it's God. not. It's, we don't need another Tuscan <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> Those are the Jersey wives or Tuscan oh, Kitchen. OC has a lot of Tuscan Kitchens, too. Um, what's her favorite TV show? Friends. I mean, I think Housewives. I think she watches a lot of that. Oh, I bet she does, too. What do you think she watches non-Housewives? I think she was probably big into, like, Oprah back in the day. Okay. And maybe, like, Regis and Kathleen. You think she like, morning TV? Morning TV. She morning yeah, talk when show. she drops the kids off, she's like, ugh, it's my time to, like, have my coffee with flavored creamer. I, no, and, she's busy at the health club Oh, wait, then. yeah, she can't drink flavored creamer. That's not full of nothing but garbage. No. She's, she's working out. She loves to work She doesn't out. have time to watch TV. I think I, I think that sometimes just blow off steam, she runs like five miles. She does that once a week. <laughs> and then twice a week, Pilates, and then she goes to the spinning studio three times. I heard it. What do you think? Do you think she's a good tipper? Mm, I'm not sure. I'm, I, I can't. Mm. I, I think she's that. a straight 17 and a half percent. That is very low. Maybe 18. I, you know, I should go back and watch that below deck I'm and a see if they were a good tipper. 
Oh, you're a good tip. On your episode, we'll call you a good tipper. Oh, I'm very good. Um, what? Oh, mom. What kind of mom is she? Oh, I think she's a good mom. I think she loves being a mother. She is actually a good mom. I agree. Um, I think she. Ca- I mean, she really cares. She's involved, and I don't think she's a strict almond mom, but she's an involved mom. I agree with that. She's certainly a Republican. Yeah, of course. Even of now, course. even transgender son yeah. of it all still she would vote for Trump. She's like the she's she's the person that dimly and stupidly says, "I'm socially liberal and fiscally conservative." When there's no such thing, I don't think she even says that. I think she's still well. She pretty. doesn't know to say it, but that's what she thinks in her head. Yeah, folks, there's no such thing. Did she host a good event? No. What events did she host? Did she have trips? Oh, she had that really good camping trip. There oh, the is glamping. A- oh, God. I- season seven, another one to watch. She takes, on season seven, she takes Victoria, Brianna, somebody who had come with her because she had just had a nose job. Who else was on it? Heather? Heather, um, Tamara. No, Tamara no, didn't Gretchen go. and Tamara didn't go. And it was a really fun. I think, did she invent the word clamping? I think she might have invented the word. I think that the was first the first time I became aware of it. I remember sitting in my apartment watching that and chuckling like oh glamping that's like a really smart way to call it glamorous camping yeah and they were the cutest little cabins that they were in and then they i mean i thought this was a great trip these girls i mean acting like they i mean and i'm not a camper i've never camped in my life this is the only way i would do it oh yeah no i don't want to do this 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 is the only way to do it but these women had to like basically the what you did was you ordered your bottles of wine they drove it up the hill for you and then you ordered your like salmon and your steak and everything and then they gave you this little fire pits and then you cooked it over like the open flame. you know what she is and a good host because she also gave bags they freaked everyone's out bag. we have to cook our own food i'm like you are camping she just wanted to order mm-hmm. a pizza but she gave little bags for s'mores and little she sweatshirts did. and bottles of wine yes she hosts good she thinks of small details and i think that that makes a good host so i'm gonna agree she's with one you. of those people that says she's a control freak is do you relate to her no not at all no I don't relate to her whatsoever, but I don't want to relate to you. Is she a good friend? Yes, she is a good friend. I think she all is of her too. friends I think shit she- on her. She was a good friend to Gretchen. Gretchen shit all over her. I think she'd bring you casserole and soup. She would. She brought Peggy. Not like, that that's what a good friend would after. No, that's but it, Peggy but- had her boobs done and she brought her food. Okay, yeah, so definitely a Republican. Do you think she actually votes? I think it just depends. I think she She's not voting vote. in primaries. I think she voted for whoever Jim told her to vote for. Yeah, but they've been divorced for... I mean, but back then. A couple election cycles She was now. like, okay, honey. Does she donate work for no. charities? Um, does she do anything with her time like that? I bet she does, but I, don't, I think it's probably small. I don't think she's sinking money to do... I don't know how much time she has. I think she does. Does she give a good confessional? Yeah. She's honest. I don't think she's like quippy and funny in it, but I've heard in the background that she is funny in real life. I think she gives great confessionals because she's like so... I think she's she's authentic in there. She wears her heart on her sleeve. She's authentic in there. She's not... I mean, they catch her in like a gotcha moment in every confessional. She's not like a Lisa Vanderpump that's very like rehearsed about them. She's not rehearsed. She's not. And I think that makes the best. She's, She's weird. And, and and 
She's silly. A fucking delight this one. She does not take herself that seriously. She thinks she does, but she doesn't. She doesn't. She has a good, <laughs> She could take a joke. Yeah, she can. She's she's in on it. I think some of the time. Um, is she on your Mount Rushmore? Yes. <laughs> okay. 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 I am here to say it. I think she is. Rewatching her, she is a top tier housewife. This is what I love in a housewife: someone that thinks they're smart and is stupid. Someone that she also she will fight. She will defend herself, and she sticks up for herself. She is no wallflower. She stuck up to herself to Vicky. Tamra, Heather. She definitely had every single person come after her. And so. she, but you know what? She could stand toe to toe with the best of them. Yes. Okay. My Mount Rushmore so far is Jen Aiden and Alexis Bolino. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to say she's not on my top tier, but I would say she's probably like in my top 10. I get it. I think I've added her because of the really freaking fun rewatch. Watching it's a delight. I. Why did she ultimately leave the show? She got fired from the show. They did not ask her back. They did not ask her back. I Likely, think not, there's legal issues, not wanting to deal with her husband. I think they were looking for a shift. This she is was, when they got rid of Gretchen and Alexis at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think they were looking to take the show in a different direction. I think she was gutted from being fired from the show. She, felt, she said she felt humiliated after being let go from the show. There was an unauthentic self to her that she wasn't bringing her marriage issues onto the show. Mm-hmm. And I think she had just sort of run its course. So I think she was on for the perfect amount of time. I would love to see her now. I, Hands I, down. I'm, I'm wondering if that will happen. I would love to see her on a girl's trip. That's what I was wondering. They, just, like, they haven't asked her to a girl's trip. You know, she's. I, know I she's think gone she's been waiting. Personally. I think she's going through a lot now, and now I think she wasn't open to it a few years ago because of everything going on with Miles. And I think she's now ready to receive the word of Andy. Think she'll get married again? I hope. I think she wants to. She I think she loves love. love. She deserves love. She deserves someone that is an equal partner. She has a good heart. What's a rose and thorn? Okay, rose. I just put a good girl underneath. She's she's nice, and I really appreciate uh, and love that she has um, come out so openly in support of her son in a very public, you know, obviously way. And that's after the show, but. Agree. I had a rose and thorn. Now I can't find it. A lot of notes. <laughs> I have lots of notes. Lots of notes, Bess. I can't help it. All right. I have, no, my rose is just, yeah, she is, she didn't stir the pot, but she was, she stuck she up She did herself. without trying. Just by being herself, everyone freaking tries was triggered by her. She's a top tier housewife. There's my rose. Okay. My thorn is she a little too materialistic. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. it, and she didn't know about her finances either. I could see where she would trigger Vicky with not knowing well, a lot of stuff. That's why I was stuff. so surprised she was a part of those houses. Like that, it was both Here's of them. A burning question I have for you too. Mm-hmm. Like I think I asked this before, but I just with as much as Jim wanted her to be on the show, why he had to know like she's gonna go out and go to events, and you're gonna have to change your kid's diaper. That's what he traded for the money. Okay. They want, I mean, they needed the money. They needed the money. His House of Cards businesses were coming to a close. There was a financial crisis happening. He's like, get on, get to work. Get on and get to work. But I can monitor you. I'll have to be on as well. 
I'll have to go on all the trips. And he really did that. My thorn is Jim, that husband. Oh, yeah. He is a thorn in her side. And I'm so glad she's broken free from him. And also the cringiness of her making like the plates for him and like put, putting together and the horseradish, the horseradish <laughs> cocktail sauce. I'm like, every time she's like, honey, honey, she did that with the um, the pastor at the brunch too. She's like, I'll make you a little make you a yogurt plate. and granola. And like, it's just she's gross. not fun to eat with. I'll tell you that no. much. And she has no taste in food, self-admittedly. None. None. It's broccoli and grilled chicken and a low-carb yeah. martini. Mm-hmm. You got a Chiron for her? Jesus Jugs Barbie. Mine is Jesus Jugs with a heart of gold. I mean, Jesus Jugs, quoted by Tamara Judge, is one of the best and most iconic. I mean, it's, uh, I think Jesus Jugs is just her Chiron. It just stuck. It's just Jesus Jugs. Couture Christian. Oh, yeah. Couture, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Anything else? That's, oh, I couldn't think of a good Chirons for her. Because she they were they were already baked in. It, yeah. It was almost like they low-hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> her whole aura is low-hanging fruit. And I love it. I hope she lives happily ever after. She and deserves it. She might not be happily ever after right now, but I think she's she She's be. happy. Oh, she I also just came happy. back from a two-week trip to Greece and Israel. And oh, wonderful. I like that she's traveling and she is experiencing the world on her own level and at her own speed. She's going to be just fine. She is going to be fine. Okay. And probably better than ever. Guys, so. this was such a great episode to do. I've, I, I've never been more alive. Yeah. These are really good episodes. I encourage you to watch them and stay tuned for the next Housewife on Once Upon a Housewife. Follow us. Five star rate and review. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. We're not good at social media. So we'll I mean, pass there. us along. If anyone uh, is interested. Tell your friends. And we don't have any followers so far in Africa or the Middle East or (laughs) South America. So tell them. And uh, join us. We're going to be featuring more guests soon. Some really big. We're going to catch some big whale of a housewives. So bring some guests in for that. And um, please join us. So thank you for listening again. And we love you. And talk to you soon. Bye.